Hey mama, welcome back to the new mom boss podcast. It's Callista here. And today I'm talking all about what to expect in the first year of motherhood. There is way more than you can even think of right now, especially if you're pregnant or just in the postpartum season. And I totally get it. I was there once too. So I want to help you think past pregnancy, birth, and the first couple weeks of postpartum. And I'm bringing in Julie Fernandez, again, one of my favorite and probably the most repeat guests I've had so far. And we're going to chat all about the first year of motherhood, what we thought it was going to be like, what it was actually like, and what we would do differently. So if any of that is interesting to you, then keep listening. Hi, I'm Callista Anderson, a new mom coach and educator. I help new moms just like you during pregnancy and beyond to figure out what to do next and how to do it so that you feel prepared equipped with the proper knowledge and ready for your precious baby, allowing you to enjoy the wonderful runway into mommyhood. If you're navigating through pregnancy with a million things on your mind that you know you have to get done or learn about, then this is the podcast for you. I have been where you are and I totally get it. I'm a mom of three and my first two babies were back to back, only 13 months apart. Those first couple of years were a pretty challenging time, but it made me a fast new mom master, and it gave me a newfound passion for mamas-to-be and their babies. It was during this intense learning curve of the new mom life I had a light bulb moment and said, wow, isn't it interesting that we women prepare way more for our weddings, like a year in advance, and put so much energy into every last detail, yet we don't do the same thing for becoming a new mom. I was inspired to combine my experience along with my professional background as a registered nurse and a certified lactation counselor to help women get ready for their babies like they were getting ready for their weddings, to make them feel like a boss when that sweet baby arrived. So I created my business new mom boss and started this show the new mom boss podcast to help prepare women for the most important job of their lives becoming a mom i am so glad you are here and want to thank you in advance for taking the time to learn for your baby we moms are changing the world one baby at a time and i can hardly wait to get started so let's go well well julie welcome back oh thanks for having me you're the number one returning guest of the new mom boss podcast well i'm on it thank you it's so fun it is and i mean we talk all the time off camera and i would just record them all and just use it all (laughs) as episodes that would be great there's a lot of wisdom in there if i don't say so myself well there's a lot of experience Learn from my mistakes. How about that? (laughs) Yeah, well, between the two of us and our six kids put together and juggling all the things from our 
households, to our businesses, to just everything motherhood. It's, there's so much to talk about all the time. And today, I know we're going to talk about, you know, just that first year of motherhood, because for our listeners, that is what they're about to embark on if they're not already there. You know, our pregnant mamas are, you know, just focused on right now, probably the birth and a little bit after that. But it's really a longer journey, you know, and our mind can only handle so much. So it is true. You got to just Think about the next thing and the next action you have to take. But at the same time, I want to shine the light on that first year that so much does happen. And so, yeah, I'm excited to talk about that today. Kind of like what you thought it was going to be like, what it actually was like, because a lot of times those are very, very different. And then what you would do differently. So just kind of wanted to start there, like what you thought it was going to be like your first year of motherhood, or did you even think that far? Yeah. You know, I think, I feel like, like most people, I was very focused on the birth of my baby. Like, how am I going to get this thing out of me? (laughs) I don't know how much, I mean, I did in, in theory focus on, on like, okay, I need to get the things for the baby. And Again, like I think most people fall into this trap of being very focused on the material things and the baby registry and like make sure the baby has a place to sleep and the clothes and all that kind of stuff. And that's all good and well. And that's like the fun, easy part, I guess. And that's also the stuff that like, if you needed to buy some clothes or something, you could literally buy them and have them delivered to you the next day. Or you could go buy like, whereas the tough stuff, it's hard to imagine. And I think if you're not surrounded by moms like I was one of the first people in my friend group to have a baby I was away from my family I think I just really didn't know what to expect I had such a big desire to be a mom I was super excited but it's so hard to imagine what it's really like like I think for me the sleep deprivation like you can't imagine what that is like until you are in it and even now you know with my youngest one being closer to two now and she's sleeping a lot better and just having older kids now, it's like hard to imagine what you have to deal with all at once. Like it's this brand new job that you don't really know what you're doing. Like a lot of people have never really held a baby. They don't know how to change a baby. They don't know how to sue the baby. It's like, you think it's, you just, your instincts are just going to kick in and that doesn't always happen. Plus you're dealing with recovering from birth, figuring out the breastfeeding, and then you you're whacked with like sleep deprivation, which is like a torture technique. So I I don't know if I could actually really imagine what it was going to be like. I mean, I was excited to be on maternity leave, not have to go to work and excited to meet my baby and see what he was going to look like. But I don't, I don't think I really was mentally prepared. Like, I don't think I've done the mental work that needs to happen. Right. I know there is so much mental preparation. I think that is needed that it's not on the checklist, you know, it's not on the baby registry checklist for sure. It's definitely, you can't buy it on Amazon, that's for sure. Well, I know a lot of my clients and other pregnant coworkers that I've had, like everybody was just waiting to get off from work, get on maternity leave, which is usually two, three weeks before the due date to really start doing things or, or a lot of moms want or mamas, pregnant mamas want to work all the way till their due date for whatever reason, like their work won't pay them or maternity leave starts and you don't want it to start until the baby's there. 
Right, right. You want to save all your time off for after the the delivery. And a lot of times they're scrambling to get their work stuff in order before they leave. There's a lot of pressure from work. And so they're not thinking about what they're about to get into. And I don't blame them. That's just kind of our culture to get our careers on track and be this like superwoman. And then after the birth is like, wow, this is like something totally different. I don't think most of us spent a lot of time thinking past maternity leave even. Yeah. I mean, I think this is the key difference between having a a second baby, right? Is that you know better what to expect. So it's just that much easier because you can really lower your expectations or set more realistic ones. But I think we do a terrible job of preparing women mentally and and psychologically for having a baby the first time around. And because of the nature of how we live, we're not really living with our sisters and our cousins in a village or in a in a communal home where people are having babies and you can really witness what is needed after you have a baby. Like the culture is like you're you're tough and you do it all on your own and you're going to return to work after three months or whatever it is. So we don't get to learn and observe and really have a good understanding of what is needed for like postpartum care beyond like the physical needs of a woman. I remember having this moment where when I was still pregnant thinking, oh, I'm definitely coming back to work like full time. The same, I'm going to, it's going to be totally fine. Like, because that's kind of the expectation. First of all, like you have a maternity leave that starts and ends and you know, you're going to go back to work on a certain day or you expect it to go back. And other people seem to kind of do it. And it doesn't seem like people talk about it very much. I don't know. Maybe they just don't want to like awaken Pandora's box of how challenging it can be. And then when it when it got closer to the end, I was in complete denial that I was going to have to leave my baby. I, I just thought, well, if I don't organize any kind of childcare, maybe I won't have to go back because I'll just be like, oh, I couldn't find anybody, so I can't leave him. But that's not obviously what happened. I had to figure out how to go back to work because <laughs> they were expecting me back. Yeah, I mean, something else I didn't expect was like, I had an expectation, I think, that babies sleep after a certain amount of time. So like when by the time your maternity leave ends, like you should have a baby sleeping through the night. And what I've realized, you know, a baby sleeping through the night could mean like six or seven hours, which means they're waking up again at midnight or at one in the morning or two in the morning. And, you know, breastfeeding babies, I'm sure just formula fair babies, they, they need to eat in the middle of the night. Like you're going to be working, returning to work potentially and still getting up multiple times throughout the night to feed your baby. It's just, yeah, I just think you're forever changed. And we're not mentally prepared. So it feels so much heavier because you're, you just, you don't expect it. It's so unexpected. Same for me. The sleep was not on my radar when I was pregnant. I, the sleep for myself and the sleep for the baby, like those were not really things I talked about. I do remember people telling me when I was pregnant, Oh, you better sleep now while you can which is, was so annoying and so not helpful because even if I did sleep now, like that does not make up for the sleep deprivation that you're going to go through. Like that's just not helpful advice. Like teach me how to put my baby on a schedule rather than like tell me to sleep the months before it's born. Right. And so, yeah, that was one of the biggest surprise was the actual feeling of the deprivation for me. And then obviously like the cause of that is because the baby is not sleeping and I didn't even think I was going to sleep train until I found out I was pregnant 
again when my first was four months and I knew I needed to get some sleep before the next baby came. So I did that. And that was like the best thing for my household, for me, my husband, even the baby, like my daughter, because she started sleeping through the night at five months. And so I had four months or so of good night's sleep until the baby number two came. And that was like one of the things I never expected that was going to be such a huge undertaking. You know, if I knew ahead of time how hard it was going to be, I would have thought about it earlier. Same with breastfeeding. And that came on, obviously, sooner, like a day or so after the baby was born. I was like, what was what is going on? Like, I'm a nurse. I followed a lactation nurse during nursing school. It looked easy enough. Just being so naive to it was like another major thing. We we all know the benefits of breastfeeding. So there's that pressure to, you know, continue or try your best to breastfeed. And so, yeah, we, we do these things mostly in the midst of whatever the hurdle is. Right. Versus like preparing before having in the moment advice and coaching and someone else to reach out to as well as you, because as we said, like you can't bottle sleep and like save it. You also don't know what you're going to need until you're in the moment. And so, yes, you prepare as much as possible, but then things come up or, you know, your baby, just when you think your ba- you've got your baby kind of under control or the routine under control, then it all kind of flips around. So you, you need both. You need the, the mental preparation ahead of time and then you need it during the experience and that first year is like I mean it's the year that we grow the most as human beings right it is so transformational your baby grows so quickly and you want to enjoy it and be present for it and if you're worried and panicked and like always on the defense it's hard to enjoy it it's hard to be happy you know because you just never feel like you're ever on top of anything and that's a horrible feeling yeah and another thing that was very unexpected in that first year was my relationship with my husband. I mean, there were more ups and downs in those first six months to one year than I think we've had our whole relationship because there's massive adjustments. Well, for us, especially having back-to-back babies, but it was like the most adjustments, becoming parents together, learning how to be more of a team because We're so used to doing our own thing and then coming together and just enjoying ourselves. Well, you throw a baby in there that needs to be taken care of 24-7. It involves so much conversation, communication, and really helping each other. We actually went into counseling. That was the first time we ever went into counseling was after we became parents. And so the two of us coming together and becoming and morphing into parents was like, a transition that I didn't know we were going to go through, you know? So another big piece in that first year, what I would have loved to have is actually something I'm putting together and you already know about this, but it is having all these people behind you, coaches and resources and community for that first year. I wouldn't even have known how I could access all that And I don't think it existed. And I still don't even think it exists today. And if it is out there, it's not easily found. So that is why I'm putting together this year long program for pregnant and postpartum moms, which 
I know you know about, but now I want to share it with my listeners, my pregnant and postpartum mamas. So let me go over what I would have done differently, which is what's going to be in this program. It is called the First Year Club, and you will have all the resources. It's everything I went through, almost like 99% of new moms go through, but never either never get the help or they end up finding help, but it is so stressful looking for the right people or like they never even know, you know, that they needed it. And they just kind of bulldoze past the first year and suck it up. And, you know, they don't know that there's a better way. You don't have to have that struggle. You can actually enjoy and really bond with your baby, with your partner and yourself when you have the right resources behind you. And so I'm so excited to announce First Year Club here. And if you're listening to this, I am doubly excited because I want to offer the listeners of this podcast something special. Let me first talk about what First Year Club is. It has a lot of what Julie and I have already talked about. It has a community that would meet twice a month on a group call going over strategy and wellness. And so twice a month for 12 months, you get to come to these calls to talk about different important topics that are applicable during pregnancy up to the first year of being a mom. And then my most favorite part is 10 calls, one-on-one calls with our coaches. We have five categories with multiple coaches for each category that will talk to you one-on-one regarding these things. And those are birthing, sleep, breastfeeding, relationships, and pelvic floor and fitness. So everybody knows about birthing, right? That's what you kind of prepare for when you're pregnant. And that's the extent, maybe some breastfeeding education, but not actual breastfeeding coaching, you know, is planned ahead of time. And so there's those two that are very important in the first few weeks from birth in the, to the first few weeks. And then sleep is like, you don't necessarily have to do sleep training, but there are a lot of sleep things you can do, which coaches can help you with. Same with pelvic floor, which is probably the biggest overlooked category that we experience. Our pelvic floors go through so much in the nine months we're pregnant and the birthing process in the first 24 to 48 hours of of labor and delivery. And then we kind of ignore our pelvis and pelvic floor after that, (laughs) which is like crazy to me, right? I didn't know any of this before either. We just do what everyone else is for the most part. And then the the last thing is a relationship, which is what I talked about. You know, I didn't know I needed that. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. You don't have to wait for a problem to arise. It's just really having the, the guidance and mentorship or coaching around this transitional time that can only enhance your relationship with your partner, with whoever else might be helping you, like your mom or a parent. And having those communication skills kind of prepared for that. And so you get all that in the first year club, which is one year, just like the name says, because this is like the most intense 12 months from pregnancy till I would say six to nine months out, like right before, you know, the baby turns one when you're finally getting used to being a mom. And then on top of all that, you there's 
tons more inside this program, educational videos and other resources. But the coaching is the biggest thing. And it is what I wish I had and what I wish I knew about when I was pregnant with my first baby. Yeah, I wish now I'm just thinking about it. Like, I wish my husband and I had gone through some kind of pre-baby counseling. Like we had a bit of pre-marriage counseling before we got married. We should have had pre-baby counseling, you know, like, hey, this is what it's going to be like. It's going to put a lot of stress on your relationship. Think about these things ahead of time so that you're just not so blindsided. And, you know, this is a stat that's like kind of sad, but I think most relationships end in that first year of the baby's life. That's when parents divorce or split up or whatever. And that can be prevented because your relationship is going to be challenged in a totally unique way. And and people, sometimes they just, they can't handle the feelings that they have. And so they just give up and it doesn't have to be that way. So this is like so valuable for parents. Yes, definitely. The highest divorce rate is between two to seven years after parents have babies because they just never get through that transition. They might stay married, but then it starts to break down and then eventually they get divorced, which is really, really sad because you got married to start a family because you love this person. And then it's when you become a family that things can start to break down if you're not prepared. And so have this relationship transition with guidance even though you already have a great relationship because i can say like we had a really good relationship before we had our baby but it was still really difficult to go through that transition and julie is one of our coaches inside first year club and she's great at strategy and wellness you know she helps moms throughout all sorts of stages in motherhood but i'm reining her in to come help us for this first year of motherhood, which is like we talked about the most intense time. And so I want to offer and reward my listeners. And if you've been listening for a while, you may have heard some of our other coaches who have been guests on this show. And I really want to thank you for listening and trusting us to guide you through this time. And so as a founding member, of First Year Club, I'm offering the listeners half off of this program. And if you go to newmomboss.com forward slash RSVP, you can find out more details. We're opening the doors to this program, which is a year-long membership in April. But this offer is only good until April 20th. So at the end of April, things will start rolling but you'll get this special discount if you RSVP now before April 20th. So you have, if you're listening to this right when it airs and you have a couple weeks to sign up, if you have any questions about it, you can just go to newmomboss.com forward slash RSVP and you can find out more. You can even hop on a call or, or make a book a call with me or someone else on the team to talk about it more one-on-one if you have more questions. So go to newmomboss.com forward slash RSVP to learn tons and tons more. It's going to be so good. I'm really, really excited because I think it's unique in the way that you've structured it, that it is for a whole year. So you can really get to know the coaches. You're going to get to know other people in the group and hopefully make some lifelong friends because you know, it's like you're spending really good quality time with other moms and learning from them. 
I think there's so much knowledge that you've pooled together that it's like, it's going to be unlike anything else that's out there for sure. I mean, this, this, as we spoke about, we don't think this actually exists. So you're bringing it into existence, which is super exciting. I know. I'm so excited. So proud of this. And I can't wait to share it with so many moms and babies because not like however many moms are going to be in this program or however many moms are in this program, it's actually double that number, right? Because we're not only helping mamas, we're helping their babies. And I think that is the biggest way you can help impact the world is like helping moms with their babies because the kids are the future, right? And so this first year is, it's a lot more important than we think, generally speaking about motherhood. We have such a big impact on our kids. And I want all of us to hit the ground, feeling confident, feeling like you don't have to deal with anything on your own. You're going to have the experts, your whole team right behind you inside this program. And you don't have to do all the researching and vetting of the different people because I've already handpicked all the different coaches for these different categories who are amazing. They have the same passion as me. We love to help moms and babies. And that's why I'm super excited to open the doors to First Year Club. Yeah, it's going to be so good. Having all those experts right at your fingertips, like then you know, like that's what we spoke about. We didn't know, we wouldn't even have known where to go. Now this is all easily right there for you. So it's an incredible resource that you will take with you for the rest, like for every baby that you have. So exactly. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's going to be so good. 100% agree. Thank you so much, Julie, for helping me on this episode announced first year club. I'm so excited. I know you're excited. And I look forward to the mama's RSVPing. And again, you can go to newmomboss.com forward slash RSVP to find out more and hold your spot with this special offer by April 20th. Okay, then all my mamas listening to this, take care and I appreciate you. And I can't wait to speak with you or see you inside First Year Club. Hey, mama, before I let you go, I just want to say thank you for listening to this show. I know you have a ton of choices out there and I am grateful to have you here. If you found this podcast valuable, then chances are other mamas just like you will too. So if you could do us a favor, please leave a rating and review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. We, I mean the future listeners and I, would truly appreciate it. Because I'm sure you already know, small actions can have big ripple effects. Also, if you're not already following me on Instagram, go ahead and follow me at New Mamboss. I love getting connected in DMs and getting to know listeners and also seeing your stories. And lastly, if you're looking for a like-minded community to go on this new mom journey with, then join my free Facebook group called New Mom Lounge. Simply type New Mom Lounge in Facebook and you should easily find it. All right, I hope to connect with you soon. Take care.